Welcome to the Think Generation Wealth Podcast, episode 29, and I'm your host, Amir Estimo. In today's episode, we have a very, very great episode for you today. The title of the show is Seven Tips on How to Pay Off Debt in 2021 and Gain Financial Prosperity. Again, seven tips on how to pay off debt in 2021 and gain financial prosperity. Uh, the reason I wanted to do this episode because uh, last year in 2021, me and my wife, I mean, sorry, 2020, me and my wife, uh, we started the year off probably close to maybe even $10,000 worth of debt, credit card debt, might I tell you. And we actually probably even between um, some other debt we had, probably say $25,000 dollars or so close to 26 of debt so our goal that year in 2020 was to pay off all our credit card debt now we do own a timeshare that we still owe on and that's our goal this year is to pay off the timeshare and i know a lot of people especially 2020 dealt with a lot of heartache, dealt with a lot of financial issues, especially here in the States. And it's one of those topics people don't like to discuss. So for me, as I say in past episodes, this podcast is the journey podcast. So you will get an opportunity to listen to the process of getting building generational wealth and the steps taken and for me it's like a journal writing in a journal but sharing it with the world so as i said 2020 uh, 2020 we had about twenty five thousand dollars worth of debt um i mean if i'm including student loans we're probably even higher than that but the main focus that year was to pay off credit card debt Now, before I continue with the show, do me a favor. If you're listening to this on Apple, especially on Apple, Spotify, on Apple, hit that purple app. Subscribe to the show if you like the content. You will get this content every week, every Friday. That's my goal for 2021 is to record 52 episodes and also bring on some guests. I'm working on a couple of guests to bring on in the next maybe a few weeks or a month that also can share their journey of building generational wealth. So as I say, hit the hit that purple app, subscribe to the episode, rate and review, whether you're on Spotify, Apple, um, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your pod, wherever you get your podcast, help to grow the show and share the word if you enjoy the content and I do appreciate I always like to start the show off is I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this uh, podcast you could be doing anything in the world but the fact that you're listening to this podcast is much appreciative as many podcasts there is out there today probably over a million podcasts right now that started I feel uh, you taking a hopefully wherever value I bring to the show, I'm not just bringing in, I'm bringing in some value that you can take and actually put into action. So 
let's begin. So I think the first thing we did, I know for me and my wife, we did was we had to come to grips of our debt. And I think a lot of people are so scared to do that because it is such a uncomfortable topic because when you're building up all this debt, and I'm not talking about bad, I'm not talking about good. Now there's bad debt and there's good debt. Good debt is like real estate. So if you own real estate, you own an asset and you, let's say you're renting it out, whether it's commercial properties or apartment buildings, owning homes, you have renters in there that's paying your mortgage. That's actually a good debt. A bad debt would be like credit card, student loans, uh, timeshare, anything I mentioned earlier, anything that's taking money out of your pocket is bad debt. Anything that's putting money in your pocket is good debt. Okay. You have to first come to grips of what you owe. Just, just face it. Don't even sugarcoat it. Just face it. Come to grips that, man, I, I've acquired all this debt because debt is not something that you acquire instantly. It, it happens throughout years and years and years. And it gets to a point, it, it gets out of hand if you don't pay attention to it. If you don't really practice self-control and really discipline yourself, you can easily find your debt and way, way in the highs <laughs> and really to the point where it's just out of control and you owe a lot of money. So, and you got to think if you owe, let's say hundred thousand dollars or oh, let's even be realistic. Let's say you owe 50,000 and your income. And let's say you're only making, you're bringing in two to $3,000 a month, but your, your debt is like four to $5,000 a month. You're actually in the negative. It's really hurting you. So the first thing you got to do is take a look at your debt and be honest with yourself and say, you know what? I've acquired all this debt. Now it's time for me to put my big boy or big girl pants on and pay this debt down because you cannot build generational wealth. Um, you cannot build generational, generational wealth strategically if you don't get rid of the things that's going to hold you back. Now, as I shared with you earlier in the episode, I myself, we have debt and we still have debt to this day. And I'm not going to sit here in front and be like, oh, well, now my debt is zero balance. But I can honestly tell you now we are more disciplined and we are more we've practiced more self-control than ever because we don't want to go back to owing a lot of credit card debt. Now, that thing that Robert, I don't know if any of you guys ever read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Robert Kiyosaki talks about how when you have a job and you get a new job, like we acquired this debt throughout the years is because we bought, you know, I got a new job and making more money. And then all suddenly went and bought a house, bought new furniture, bought all these things. <laughs> you got all this new stuff, but then you got to pay it back. And me not being educated, really educated. I mean, I can tell you I'm educated now more than ever about debt, but in the past I was not. I was in that mindset of when you get a credit card, you just use it, rack it up. Didn't understand how credit usage works and how this, the credit score works and all this, how this, all this stuff factor in. So I think the first thing you got to do is take a look at your debt and just be honest. Okay. I've acquired all this debt. The next question is a lot of people say, well, how am I going to pay it off? That's the thing that a lot of people get stuck on is that they don't understand 
they don't have a, they don't put a plan in place of how to pay this debt down so i hope these tips that i share with you tip number one so far is take a look these tips that i share with you that you can actually take it and implement it right away so tip number one take a look at your debt and be honest with yourself tip number two get yourself organized now there's all sorts of tools out there i use mint i use excel i use a um i, I built myself uh, an excel um, file an excel sheet where i can just actually put all the stuff in and i have you know it's i'm in it so i've done a lot of kind of coding in excel and it can spit to me and excel actually has tools already that you can just put in that can help you with budgeting yourself and check you know keeping a, uh taking a look at your expenses now before i tell you this i'm not affiliated with any of this so it's not like i get any kind of commission or anything like that to that nature it's just me sharing the tools that i've used to help me bring down debt so um i get yourself organized that's the second tip i would honestly say get yourself organized there is like i said there's mint you can use the mint app which is a great tool you can connect it to your bank i know some people are very iffy about that but trust me it works for me and i'm one of those people i'm just like that like i'm very uncomfortable with putting my bank information like i won't even save my google passwords because i'm so like iffy about it because all the scams and you hear all these horror stories like i never want to be dealing with that on the other end right so mint i use the app mint so if you get it take a look at mint it can connect to your bank pull all the information in mint you can actually set budget in mint excel you can actually pull all your information from excel if you want to manually type it in uh what i do is um some of them some of my banks you can actually just download it and um download the information and, and, and you know import it into excel and you can do it that way and you know set it up however it works for you and what i do is every friday i take a look at my mint and i say okay i set myself a calendar and if I, I block time block and i say from this 30 minutes i'm going to review look at our expenses but like for me who has several banks so i have my banks i have mint connected to several so if I'm using a card like at one bank versus another, Mint, instead of me having to just go in there and do all this looking around, I can just actually go into Mint, see all the expenses, and then you can put them into category. So if you'd like to see the tool that I use, you can hit me up at thinkgenwealth at gmail.com, and I'm, I'll be glad to share that with you, okay? Second, I mean thirds, apologies budget yourself you're really going to have to budget yourself and stick to it a lot of people realize this was one of the things that helped us pay down ten thousand dollars worth of credit card debt in 2020 what a lot of people don't realize is they don't have a budget like me and my wife we budget ourselves from groceries to uh we grow we budget ourselves to our fuel and you know with covid hitting and last year not driving as much uh, one thing that's really helped is our fuel expense have actually went down between me and my wife. We were probably spending about two hundred and fifty dollars a month, two hundred fifty, three hundred close to a month because she works. I work going to the office, et cetera. But since I've been working from home, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, this has actually helped because now I don't have to drive as much. 
So our fuel expense is down, but budgeting yourself is big, big because once you, if you don't have a budget, you don't have something to keep you disciplined. You're going to go out of control and just keep getting worse and worse and worse. Okay. Tip number four. Now you have to figure out how do you want to pay this debt? Now there's two types of ways you can pay debt, right? Now there's the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. This is a term. I'm not sure if he coined it, but I'm just going to probably give him credit for it is Dave Ramsey. And if you do want to be educated and learn about um, how debt works and all this, you can take a look at his book. Uh, I think it's called uh, Total Money Makeover um, or something. It's some, one of those books by Dave Ramsey. Now, he talks about the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. Now, the debt snowball. OK, the debt snowball is once you get all your debt together, OK, then you make the minimum payments on all your debt. Now, the debt. Now you start basically with the lowest debt. So let's say if you have ten thousand dollars again, I'm going to use this now ten thousand dollars of credit card debt. Now, total, that's total credit card debt. Right. And. Okay, so let's say you owe 500 on a credit card, 1,000 here, 2,000 there, et cetera, right? You would start off and pay off the 500 first. You pay the minimum on all the other cards, that, credit cards that you owe, depending on what you have. You start with the, the smallest debt first and then work your way to the highest debt, which is what we're doing now. Our highest debt was our timeshare. So we are paying our timeshare last right now, okay? We start off with the smallest debt first. So that's the snowball. You want to start, you pay minimum all the other ones. You start with the smallest debt and you work your way to the highest debt. Okay. Now you have the avalanche, right? So the avalanche is when you, same concept, you pay all the minimum on all your cards, except the card with the highest credit, highest interest or, you know, debt with the highest interest is what you will pay first. So then what you do is, again, you pay all these minimum, all the other ones. And then the one with the highest is what you're going to put. And you're going to focus the highest credit is what you're then going to use is what you're going to pay first. And then you work your way opposite. So you start with the highest and then you go all the way to your lowest. Right. OK, now it's up to you to figure out what works for you. OK, is it you? Is it the snowball or the avalanche? For us, we went with the avalanche. I mean, sorry, we went the snowball. So we started off paying all a smaller debt, knock those out and then budgeting ourselves. Remember, you got to budget yourself. And then we worked our way all the way to now where we're only paying our timeshare. And our goal is to pay that off. OK, and then once we pay that off. And my goal then in 2022 is I have student loan debt still is then is to pay off the student loan debt. OK, but just to give you an idea of how you can do it, you can pay down debt if you really put the focus and the attention span and really discipline yourself. Those I, I can honestly say, if you don't have any of those three things, it will be hard for you to do that. And then you have to not only be disciplined, you got to continue because like for me, I don't like care. I have credit cards and I'm not going to sit here and say I don't. I do. Some of them I have to cancel. Once I paid them up, cancel. I don't even worry about them. Now, 
Some of them I didn't. Some of them I just don't use, period. The only reason I do that is you want to keep your credit limits, your, not your credit limit, but your credit high. So let's say if you have five credit cards, each credit card has $10,000 credit limit. That's 50,000. What helps your credit, your credit score is your credit usage. So let's say if you have, if you have, let's say, um, um, $3,000 worth of debt, your actual credit usage, I, I can't do the math right now, but if you're a math whiz, I'm pretty sure you can do that in your head or whatever, but your credit usage will be really low. So compared to, um, and also what helps is your credit history. Now, what, um, by me saying that is keeping your credit usage low. Now, if you, let's say you, you owe, you know, that's, um, now you owe, you have your credit limit is 30,000, but you owe 3,000, your credit limit is going, your credit usage is going to be higher. Your percentage credit usage is going to be higher. So it would, even if you do pay those credit cards, let's say you have multiple credit cards or whatever, you have debt. I would, I would still highly suggest keeping those cards unless it's just something that does not help you, but it does help you overall because it helps your credit usage. So the higher you have credit limits. So again, if you have five and, and it's all each 10, $10,000, that's 50,000. But if you cut two of those cards off, that drops you down to 30. And if you were to do the math or whatever, that actually increases your credit uh, credit uh, usage percentage. So that's why it's probably imperative to once you pay that debt. Um, one thing I did was I just went and stored somewhere and I just don't even worry about it um, because I don't want I don't I don't have no usage. And these are cards I don't have any usage for anyways, but it helps because it keeps my credit um, usage percentage down. So those are factors that affects your credit score, overall credit score this is your credit history. So let's say you had a credit card, right? I had one and I think two of them, they're about, uh, I want to say three or four years old now. So if I were to cut that off and let's say uh, the rest of my cards are probably about, you know, maybe you got maybe one that's two, one that's six, that hurts your, um, your history your credit history because now your age of credit drops. So when you cancel those cards, let's say, if the, especially if you had them a while, it's probably just best to, you know, to just um, keep them. And if anything, maybe just charge like, just to keep them active, maybe just put like charge, you know, something like $10 that you know you're just gonna pay off right away because you don't want to, you know, get back into that debt. Uh, that mindset of, you know, I charge and pay later, just use $5 pay. Maybe you use it maybe once every two, three months, something like that. And just to keep it active, because eventually what the credit card company is going to do is when they don't see you. Now, some of them are slick. Some of them will come in and say, OK, we haven't seen this person use their card in a while. We'll offer them a credit. Uh, we'll offer them a credit increase. Or most of the time, they'll just send you a letter and say, because you haven't used this card in a while, we're going to cut your account. Now, if that happens, just go in there and charge maybe a couple of bucks on there just to keep it active because again, it helps your credit percentage and your credit history. Okay. Um, now you got to, again, you got to see what method works for you. 
whether it's the avalanche or the snowball. The snowball was something that worked for us, me and my wife. It, for you, it may be different, but it's for you. That's why I say step one is to analyze and be honest with yourself and just really just just candid, have that candid conversation with yourself and budget and stick to it. OK, now, if you cannot pay your debt, um, I would recommend um, Debt America. Um, if you're here in the States, I'm not sure overseas how what program is, because I'm pretty sure this is being heard overseas, too. But I'm pretty sure if you just Google, you probably can find something. Uh, find some type of debt relief program that can help you consolidate all your debt and then you'll just make one monthly payment to um, and then all these payments will be made to you know you could do it that way uh, but there's some things to that to that nature to where you know um, I don't want to get too into this but I would highly suggest maybe if you can't pay your debt the way you know whether those previous two methods that I mentioned um, you want to look into Debt America or Empower America. Any of those two companies will be able to help you uh, with keeping with be able to, to just consolidate all your debt. Now, again, there are some things to that to that nature that you still need to find out. I would do some more research, but I'm only saying that is if this is like an option to where maybe you lost your job or something, you, you hit hard times financially. You want to be able to um, look into this programs and it'll help you. It'll help you. And I think there's even some counselors, credit counselors that can help you to help you with debt, which brings me to my point six. Educate yourself. OK, you got to educate yourself. If you don't educate yourself, don't leave education to someone else to educate. It's up. It's you who have to educate. You got to understand how credit works. You got to understand uh, what not to do. You got to understand the habits of like people when you when they say that people spend more money when they have a credit card, because why is because when you have a credit card, you're not thinking like if you were to compare credit to cash, right? Cash, you have a hundred bucks in your hand. You're like, oh, OK, I can just go and spend. If I spend ten dollars now, I'm down to 90. Right. Whereas credit, you can have ten thousand dollars. And on Mac, you're like, that's $10,000. For me, I don't think that way. For me, it's like, if I I'm if I have $100 in my pocket, I look at it as like, I can only spend, if I'm going to pay, like, I use my credit cards, and I, I'm guilty of this, I chase points sometimes, meaning that I will use, I don't use my debit card at all, because I don't like, I, I feel very, like, again, I'm very picky about my debit card information being out there. But I don't mind my credit card because it's easier in a sense to get your credit, like your credit fixed, like a credit card. If you use your credit card and something happened, you can get that versus your debit, especially when it's money that you need right away. So I use my credit card for everything. And I gain points. Right. So that's me. But educate yourself. If you don't educate yourself, it will be difficult for you to continue this journey of paying off debt, right? And then, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, and then step number seven, do not add any more debt. Let me repeat this again, folks. Do not add any more debt at all. If you can't pay cash for it, don't buy it. Now, for me, what I do with my credit cards, 
I'll put all my transactions, my things on there. But what I what I do again, that goes to budgeting, right? So I have a budget 300. If I say, okay, I can use that's money in the bank. If I spend 250, I know as soon as the end of the week, I pay that off. I don't let it linger. I pay it off. I carry zero balances from month to month, right? I have not applied except for house. Now, if you wanna buy a house, of course, you're gonna to have to apply for and all that other stuff, right? Or even a car, if you need a new car, you'll have to pay for a loan. But a car, you can even pay for that cash. You can get yourself a used car. You can, um, you know, you can, you know, if it really gets to that point where you have to make payments, then it is what it is, right? But do not add, like, don't go applying for any more credit cards. Don't sit there and buy stuff you don't need to impress people who don't care about you because you want to be able to keep up with the Joneses, okay? So I would highly advise you, highly, highly advise you, do not add any more debt, especially if you cannot handle the ones you got now. So think about that. Let that sink in for a minute. Once you pay your debt, don't go buy stuff you don't need. Then you can take that money that money they're using the debt, roll it over and start saving money and building wealth. And that's what we're doing right now. I'm not worried about the timeshare because I know eventually we're going to pay that off. And I'm not going to put all my energy into paying a timeshare. But what I'm saying is I'm putting down my energy in saving money. We have a goal this year of what we need to save as a couple. That's going to be our focus. So you got to think on this journey to building generational wealth right? Your assets, people don't think about it, but your bank account is an asset. What's in your, your checking account is an asset, okay? Because if you die right now and you have $10,000, that's $10,000 added to your net worth. But if you owe $20,000, your net worth is 10, now you're in a negative. If you owe 10, your net worth is 10, you're in a zero. But if you owe 10, if you have $10,000 saved up, and let's say you have $1,000 of debt, that's $9,000 to your net worth, okay? Now there's, um, I don't know, there's another app that I use, this is just a bonus, another app that I use to help me with saving money is TransAlpha, um, Betterment. It's called Betterment. Betterment. And if you wanna find out more information, check it out. But what I do is I set that and automate, set it and forget it. When I get paid, I see, some, I see it goes into that account. Um, it's, it's sort of kind of like the stuff, like investing in stocks and bonds and that type of stuff, but it's money that, that I look at as for retirement. And I say, I'm not touching that money period. So as this money is coming into the account every single month, I don't, I don't even like, I check it once a month just to see, see, because you do get dividends and you do, you get, you get, um, they do give, you do get paid. You get some money. Your money does grow with interest. Right. But I, again, I would highly advise you get with a financial advisor and the one thing last year my financial advisor we sat down and looked and she, and she said we're like yeah we paid all our debt to all our credit card debt she said oh my gosh you pay you pay ten thousand dollars worth of credit card debt and we did that in eight months i think it was and she was impressed you know and then so you you, you got to do this because you, it's something you want to do okay now let me review this again Seven tips on how to pay off debt in 2021 and gain, uh, gain financial prosperity. 
Step number one, take a look at your debt. Be honest with yourself. Step number two, get yourself organized. Use some type of app, Mint or Excel, Google Sheets. Step number three, budget yourself and stick to it. Step number four, what method would you like you want to pay your debt down? Snowball or avalanche. Step number five, if you can't pay your debt, consider some type of debt relief program. Debt America or Empowering America. Step number six, educate yourself. Step number seven, do not add any more debt. All right, folks, that's the wrap episodes. Now, let me share my contact information with you. If you like to, if you want to stay in contact with me, I love to stay in contact with you. Hit me up, LinkedIn, Amir Estimo, Facebook, Amir Estimo. You can also hit me at the Think Gen Wealth uh, Facebook group that we have. Also, Instagram, the Amir Estimo. Also, on Twitter, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, I think it's, um, I, I haven't checked my Twitter in a while, so forgive me, but try either of these two. Either it's AECEO0128 or the Amir Estima. One of those two, and you'll be able to find me, okay? Uh, Instagram, I already share that. Facebook, again, Amir Estimo. If you want to email me, hit me up at thankgenwealth at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys. Love to hear what you think about the show. Would love to hear uh, what would you like to listen, what topics you love for me to talk about. I'm always open up to ideas. And yes, so... 2021 folks i know 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people and i know this episode usually i try to keep my solo episodes anywhere between you know 15 and 20 minutes uh this one i thought was very important because i think because of the year what we had last year in 2020 i believe 2021 is going to be a big year for a lot of people this is going to be a bounce back year but you got to have the mentality and the focus to do that and i know for me i have some goals for 2021 that I'm going to accomplish and I'm going to I'm going to share this on the podcast as I go because this is the journey podcast I, I'm not you know if whether you're paying debt or you owe a million dollars in debt so and so on I would like to bring you on to the podcast to be able to hear your journey because this is think generational wealth and building generational wealth is a process and it's a journey and you have to enjoy it okay folks much love to you guys Thank you for tuning in to the episode. If you listen to it, hold through again. See you guys next week. Much love. Positive vibes your way. Thank you.